right, what's good? Um, yes, thank y'all for tuning in, whether you're tuning in from YouTube or whether you're listening uh, by podcast to the Good News for the Hood uh, show. Um, you know, this is my second time actually recording this because I didn't know that Safari only records up to uh, five minutes when um you know the with the platform that I'm utilizing for the um, actual podcast so I had to start everything from scratch but I'm hoping to share something um, with you all that 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 the audience um, that tunes in finds valuable shout out to the 19 people or so that listen to this uh, this show every once in a while um, you know we appreciate the support. Um, and if you hear me interchange between we and I, um, that is because uh, while you might see me at the moment, um, there are a couple of other individuals helping to uh, lift things off the ground. Just matter of fact, just a, a couple of housekeeping things. And just so that, um, you know, many of you know, um, kind of like what's happening going forward. So, you know, all of this started, many of you know, um, this started out as um, averages failure. Some of you may know, um, you know, the brand that originally had started out as averages failure. Um, and that started maybe, you know, nine to 10 years ago. Um, uh, and that was more so focused on, uh, motivation that was focused on, you know, personal development, um, empowerment, etc. Right. Um, but as time, uh, continued to, to move on, it felt like, what I was being called to do was uh, shifting in some way um, and being altered. And one of the things that became a, a, a big uh, burden on my heart was, well, a, a couple of things which um, we're hoping that the resources and the, and the information, the education um, is going to help to address, even the apparel is going to help address. And that is, um, you know, on one hand, I felt like when I looked into the world, uh, biblical literacy in the church has decreased, um, in my opinion. Okay, um, I, it, it just seems like um, an attempt to understand the the Bible has diminished. Whether you're talking about within the Black church, whether you're talking about in evangelical circles or what have you, um, and I think that this really this really started to um, become clear to me because I was like, man, like it just seems that even when folks read the Bible and by no means am I a Bible scholar, nor was I a Bible scholar, um, you know, e even though if I could, I would be. And, and I do my best to try to learn from uh, scholars. But it just seemed like when we would listen to sermons, sermons all seem to start turning into uh self-development personal development um or, or kind of utilizing god as like some sort of uh wishing well so to speak or a coping mechanism um and and i've i got this sense that even as i tried to read the bible and tried to to and my, i was guilty of that as well right i was guilty i was an individual who would be preaching um you know and i try to find some way where to make it relevant in the way that i thought that it should be relevant um, and it's, it's not until I took the time to start learning from scholars. And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, um, people sometimes, you know, we used to bash people like, hey, you know, you don't need a degree in this. You don't need a degree in that or what have you. Um, but I think that there's something to 
somebody taking the time to uh, pursue something faithfully, understand something on the right terms. It doesn't mean that necessarily they'll always be right, but at least um, they can give us, they found and they can give us tools to help get at, um, especially when you're talking about biblical studies and theological studies, tools and resources to help to get at the meaning of what the, the biblical authors were trying to say and to convey. Um, and I would say that the maybe one of the first scholars that I ever read was um, Dr. Chris Wright, Christopher Wright. Um, but I didn't even realize at the time, um, you know, I knew that what I was getting was deep and rich. I just didn't really understand how far the rabbit hole goes, so to speak. Um, and it's not until I've discovered the Bible project that really I started to, you know, gain some clarity and really started to value um, not just trying to read the Bible um, as a as a book, you know, to tell me what to do today, but more so understanding the Bible as a narrative. And mo most importantly, I would say understanding the Bible on its own terms. And there's a lot of complexity in that statement. There's a lot of um, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. There's a lot of complexity in that statement because on its own terms means that you have to do things like, you know, try to understand, you know, what was the language being used to convey that message? Um, what type of writing is it? Is it, is it, a, is it a letter? Is it poetry? Um, is it a historical account? You know, these different things that, um, you know, what's the shape of the letter? You know, what the, a greater context than um, than simply what we sometimes say is, you know, read the passage before and read the passage afterwards. Um, it's deeper than that. You know, what what is the what is its full biblical context? You know, what 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 part does it play? Not just in within the what's in terms of what's happening within the book, but also what are the things happening in the books that are 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 close to, you know, um, that particular book. And so. You know, that was one of the burdens on my heart was to see, you know, I, it just felt like in many ways Christianity had become entertainment and still is becoming more and more entertainment. Um, and the gospel just seemed to not be being preached. And then so that, that was one burden. But then the other burden that was on my heart was that. I'm looking out into the world, I'm seeing what's happening to black people and I'm seeing consistently how the white church um has held itself up held itself up and centered itself you know as the example of of what it means to be uh gospel centered right um um you know I, i'm looking out into my church whether it's my own denomination or or you know the church at large the world church at large and i'm like wow like it just seems like all the practices that have come from whiteness seem to be what's considered uh, holy, seem to be considered what's uh, what's right and what's biblical. But the more and more I understand the Bible is the more and more I believe that, you know, the, God has celebrated all cultures. And that's not to uh, disclude, um, you know, the cultures of whiteness, um, but that is simply to say, no, uh, cultures of uh, blackness, uh, cultures of other, um, you know, of, of brownness and other skin tones, um, you know, and, and really it's hard to even, you know, paint it in that 
Like, because it's really, I mean, you know, what it does it mean to be black? You know, we can have a conversation about that, but whether it's uh, the various African cultures, whether it is um, European cultures, whether it's A's, Asian cultures, um, you know, all of these various cultures are being uh, called by God uh, for his kingdom. Um, and not to say that you take everything from the from each each individual culture. Um, each individual culture has its things that are no good, but each individual culture has its things that uh, uniquely display the or, or can be utilized to uniquely display, um, you know, the glory of God. And so that that was another thing that weighed on my heart. And then ultimately, you know, why that was even more important for me is because I'm looking into, you know, um, I'm doing work in what we would call the hood. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking into what's happening, police brutality, what happened with um, what happened with uh, your, your guy, um, um, George Floyd and these things. And I'm saying to myself, like, in some way, shape or form, black people aren't being seen as the image of God in the same way that white individuals are being seen as the image of God. Um, you know, and, and the, the thing that hurt the most about this is that the church, the white church didn't, doesn't seem to value black people as the image of God, unless the black people conform to their ways of, of whiteness. Um, and, 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 and as long as, uh, you know, the black individuals, uh, don't bring up anything that will make them somewhat uncomfortable, um, you know, and, and, and make them have to really think about uh, the place that that whiteness has played in the in the white church has played in things like slavery, in the disparities that are in the world today, et cetera. So, um, you know, I, so, so I, the, I think it's important for me to talk about these things because I want to kind of that's the framework. Um, and that's why we're we're doing these um you know, we want to put together this educational system because we realize that there are just a lot of people who don't have um, the educational access to, let's say, seminary or what have you. Um, but we wanted to see, well, how can we put a resource together that would um, be of value to helping people to understand the Bible and specifically um, people who care about black culture? And who want to see, um, you know, changes made and want to see what does the Bible and how can the gospel help us to do that? Um, and ultimately, you know, the gospel still we still believe that the gospel has something relevant to say on behalf of and to toward, um, you know, black culture. So anyway, you know, that's just a quick uh, synopsis of, of what we're doing here. But what I wanted to talk about today for just a little bit is, um, you know, Daniel. I've been studying Daniel. And so I figured, you know, uh, why not just jump right in and just see what can we tease out of Daniel? And again, the reason why I'm doing this is because I think it's very easy for a lot of us to simply, um, you know, talk about and, 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 and the things that we've always talked about, you know, and turn Daniel and tur turn these books of the Bible into a self-help or into a motivational, you know, um, um, resource. And I think, there's more power and I think uh, it's more helpful for us to slow down a bit and think about what is the author doing here 
um, or what's happening in the text that actually is very real and relevant as far as the gospel and what God is doing. Um, and how does that make sense for those of us within a black context or a black adjacent um, context, you know, who interact and engage with black culture? And so um, what, you know, I think probably the best thing for us to do is just to read real quick um, a couple of verses from Daniel chapter one, um, uh, because I'm telling you, there's some fire stuff in here. All right. Um, so let's why don't we just start and read a little bit of Daniel chapter one. And then I just want to point out a couple of things that stood out to me um, it within that chapter. And then, uh, you know, we'll 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 revisit it again uh, when it is time for a uh, on the next episode. OK, so. Okay, let's start. Let's start. Let's read it. In the third year of the reign, this is Daniel chapter one, verse one. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with some of the articles of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar to the house of his God. And he brought the articles into the treasure house of his God. Then the king instructed Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles, young men in whom there was no blemish, but good looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand, who had ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank and three years of training for them so that at the end of that time they might serve before the king. Now from among, the, from among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah. To them, the chief of the eunuchs gave names. He gave Daniel the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank, Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. All right. <laughs> so one of the things that I, I want to bring up here is that, first and foremost, Daniel chapter one is not trying to help you with what we call a Daniel's diet. <laughs> OK, and I think that's important because. In, in the in the world of the church, we have so heavily, you know, emphasized and for good reason. I'm not, you know, church bashing or what have you. But people know Daniel chapter one, verse one, Daniel chapter one, period, more so for the Daniel's diet than for anything else. And we're not even clearly told what the food is you know, that is Daniel's diet. We have just some inklings, but we, we're not given an, an, an explicit details of, of um, you know, what Daniel was eating. And I think that's important because the point of this ch chapter 
is not the Daniel's diet, right? That's not the main thing that, you know, that, that Christians should understand uh, from this. And I think it's, it's important for us to really deal with what the text is trying to deal with, all right? And so one, thing, one of the first things that I think we have to pay attention to is that if we're, if we're paying attention, we can see, and I hope that um, for, for, for black culture, for individuals who are black, the black church, my hope is that we would see, number one, that, um, that Daniel is a character that can identify with the plight of black people. Okay. If you pay attention to the story, okay, and again, you all know Daniel in the lion's den and all these different things, and Daniel helping with dream interpretation and stuff like that. Yes, all well and good, but you have to first understand that Daniel is a captured exile. Okay. Another nation, Babylon, came, took Daniel and 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 captured Daniel. His, his friends, and you know, th this story is about them, so it's concentrated on them, but th they captured probably thousands and hundreds of thousands of, um, you know, um, people from Israel and brought them over to Babylon, okay? They had been what, what um, you, you know, we could call Daniel um, and his friends, Daniel is the disinherited. You know, if, if, if any of you have read the book by um, Howard Thurman, which he wrote, I believe, back in the 1940s called Jesus and the Disinherited, um, where he's talking about how um, Jesus and how Jesus relates to those who have been dispossessed, you know, in many ways of their their land, their home, whether we're talking about black individuals, whether we're talking about Native American ind individuals. All right. And, and, and it's not just the dispossession that has happened in terms of them physically, but the dispossession of their identities in many ways, right? Their identities as images of God have they have been dispossessed of. And yet here we see that there's a character, okay, in the Bible, one of many characters in the Bible, who when we look at them, look at their story, we're automatic we should automatically think to ourselves, like, wow, um, you know, Daniel can identify with those who have been unjust. And, and this is why I think this is important as well. Like, let me add this. The word unjust comes to mind, right? Because if you pay attention to the type of man that Daniel is and the type of men that his friends are, whereas there are certainly some individuals who deserved, all right, biblically speaking, right? They, these individuals were acting up. They were acting out of order. They were supposed to be following God. And yet they were being disrespectful to God. And God had already warned them about what would happen. OK. And so they suffered the consequences of that. But the you know, the challenge and, and, and the difficult part of that is because of the action of others, Daniel and his friends who were righteous men also suffered and were un unjustly taken into uh, captivity as well. All right. And yet even um, even within that uh, captivity, it still says that when we get to verse eight, that Daniel purpose in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's some versions say delicacies some versions say the king's meat you know ultimately the king's food all right and i think that that's important for us to understand is that you know um as we continue to learn different uh things that we can glean from the book of daniel you know one of those things is going to be uh you know one of the things that we have to wrestle with is like daniel 
even when we find ourselves in in when we find ourselves disinherited, right? We as a black people in the uh, you know especially in the Americas, but worldwide. Um, uh, have been disinherited. Even those black individuals who have get to stay on, who got to stay on the continent of Africa, you know, they have uh, in many ways been dispossessed of the resources um, that should afford that continent, uh, that they should be able to to, to benefit from from the continent. Um, you know, uh, 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 white peoples have kind of dispossessed them of the right to even their own many of their own resources. Okay, and so again, um, um, Daniel, the, the the Bible deals with things like this, and I'm not trying to say that the Bible wrote this specifically so that we could talk about it in Black culture. No, the Bible talks about this because, and the author's talking about this because this is something that you know this is just the way that it went down. But also, ultimately, it's painting a picture that this is what unfortunately mankind does. This has been the history of mankind to to conquer be conquered where the, the there's always a war or a rumor of war going on there's always somebody being mistreated all right and ultimately it comes back to sin right but we're going to see some things you know um as we continue to talk about daniel in in uh other episodes i think and hopefully that you will find it valuable and 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 it shifts how you begin to see um, the book of Daniel and how you see the Bible working as well, because there are other things that you're going to see um, about Daniel that I think are going to be very important. For you know, I'll give you a, a quick inkling, right? You know, how does food? Why is why? And maybe we'll deal with this in the next um, in the next episode. But why is the food here? Why is this testing with food so important in? in this uh, beginning stage of Daniel, right? Right, we'll touch on that in the next episode, okay? So just stay tuned. Um, I hope that you all even found, for, for even just that small point that we just talked about, just the fact that here we have a, one of the main characters in the Bible who their situation and the, the way we're introduced to them is very similar to the, the, the history that we all have as black people here in America. And I hope that um, that that even just that alone gives you encouragement that God still sees you, that God still cares about you. He cares about, you know, the, the journey that you're on. He cares about black people as a whole. He cares about everybody in this world as a whole. But he has not forgotten about, uh, um, you know, black people. And hopefully this, re you know, good news for the hood uh, will be one of those things that can help us to really rediscover um, our identities as images of God um, uh, alongside and equal to um, how God has created um, uh, various colors of his image throughout the world and to all uh, show various aspects of his beauty. So I'm going to end it here. Um, just a, a couple of uh, uh, things, you know, that you all could do to, to that would be helpful. Um, and again, just so that you know what's coming up again, um, you know, we are working on even an apparel line, um, you know, Average is Failure, when it was Average is Failure, we had created some apparel um, that touched on, you know, motivational concepts, but we wanted to create some apparel now that's going to um, allow you to, to in essence, uh, preach before you speak is, is what we've been calling it. Um, and, and, and that really uh, talks about, you know, messaging that we believe in but also that uh, pays homage to a uh, black culture. And so 
yeah, um, please, if, 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 if this has been valuable to you, please subscribe. Um, if you're listening to this on podcast, um, if YouTube subscribe, you know, um, uh, if you're on a podcast, uh, please definitely hit, um, you know, give a rating, you know, be honest about whatever, you know, you think the rating is and, and feel free to leave a comment in the comment section um, so that we can turn this into more of a conversation and a, and a, and a dialogue. You can find us on Instagram as well um, at good news for the hood. And, you know, if you have any suggestions, anything that you want to talk about, let us know. We can, you know, consider some of those things. We're going to try to work on developing a Patreon eventually so that people can donate because what we want to do is really beef this up. Um, I'm going to do the best that I can with what we have now. Um, but the goal would really be for this to turn into a full-fledged school, um, um, you know, that people can um, can have access to content that helps to educate them. But there was a gun that's going to require finances and stuff like that. So anyway, um, however you can support, please do. But the most I think the main thing is that if this is helpful to you and you feel like this can be helpful to somebody else, share it with them um, and keep us in prayer. All right. Anyway, that's it. Um, again, y'all, there's good news for the hood and we're going to keep on diving into it. All right. Peace.